Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts, I'm Shauna. And I'm Matt. Oh, Matt, that was, you seem so like, I don't know, your voice was different ooh, it's there. It's really deep. It, yeah, it's like, ooh, oh, there's something going on. <laughs> yeah, <What? laughs> ooh, ooh. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's not level today. Yeah, what, what's going on there? I don't know. It's this gloomy weather. You Maybe s- this, I thought I saw some dude walking down the street who had the vibe, but I don't know. We'll <laughs> what does see that what mean? I don't know. Yeah, it's feeling was, funky a little was, bit. Oh, yeah, you're feeling funky? Yeah. Was it some of that those sweet tunes we were playing before the podcast? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, it's that funk feel, that funky feeling, yeah. baby. That's nice. Yeah. God well, damn. I'm gonna roll with that because I want to keep this like funky feeling alive, and I, you know, how? <laughs> no, tell me. Because normally I like to tell a story about something that has happened in my life and behind the bar. Before I proceed, I'll ask you: Do you have anything you want to share right now? <sighs> I feel like I've said this the last like 20 episodes, but it's been a pretty chill <laughs> week. <laughs> I obviously do not work in a very high octane kind of environment that requires uh, a lot. I don't know. I'll, I'll tell this one story. It's not super crazy or anything, but uh, it's one of those stresses that we all have when when you just wish people read anything, like period. <laughs> and uh lady walks in with her friends, and it's a lady and uh, got a gentleman and a, another girl. That factors into the age bracket. Yeah, I was like, I was trying to figure <laughs> that out. I was like... Um, so I don't know what the dynamic was, but the, the gentleman, the, the girl were very nice. Uh, the lady, however, lady walked in, just was like, uh, I want a red wine and, uh, two glasses of water, no ice. I'm like, all right, got you. And I had set the menu down. So the menu was in front of him and this was like late on a Saturday. So I should have expected what's about to happen. Uh, so I walk over, fill the wine. Uh, we have a measurement, but we always kind of go a little bit over cause I'm not a sommelier or anything. I'm just, you know, we're pouring. So I give it to her, give her the waters. <laughs> Was that a diss on Psalms? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, just saying. Sounded I just like don't have the finesse. Sorry. <laughs> finesse. I'm sorry. Sorry, At the end of a Saturday, I give very little shits at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's all happening. So I give her the, the wine and the waters. And uh, my other bartender has helped out the gentleman, the lady, or the girl already, and doing cocktails for him. And so, so wait, wait, the lady, the girl, the gentleman. Yeah. So the girl, the lady ordered from me, the girl and the gentleman ordered from my other bartender. Okay. Got it. So I'm only helping her. The okay. lady. Uh, Just the lady. Got it. And so I'm like, would you like to start a tab? And she's like, no, I'll pay. And I'm like, okay, it'll be $14. Okay. I'm, I'll be honest. That's a pretty high price for a glass of wine, but it's on our menu and it's how we serve it. And she's like, $14 for this. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's on the menu. It's printed there. I, I know I'm, it's I get, I'm not. Yeah, I get you. And she's like, oh, like, really? And I'm like, yeah, really? And she takes the $20 bill from her wallet and just throws it at me. Ah! I'm like, cool. Uh, I'll be right back. And I just, like, take it. Do where the where did it land on you? It didn't <laughs> land. She threw it. Like, it landed, like, really close to the little scubbard. So she almost threw it, like, towards me. But it wasn't, like, at me. It was, like, towards me, I guess. So it, of course, landed in all the wetness that's, like, right in front oh, of my, like, freaking thing. Ew, so I'm like, all right, cool. So I just threw, put that on the lamp to dry out and uh, give her a change. And I'm like, sorry about that. Here it is. She's like, oh, my God. And she proceeded to take one of the Collins glass-sized waters and pours it into her wine glass. That has a $14 wine in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. So this is, I've never seen that before. Like, just the most watered-down wine in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I don't feel bad for her. I, I'm like, okay, like, I that's the level you're at. I'm not gonna. I feel like I don't. I don't even know. I'm just gonna walk away from this. And 
That's not even a spritzer. I don't even know. She what didn't that even is. ask for sparkly yeah. water or ice. Yeah, uh, like uh, nothing. Sangria. She's just like, I just want to water down uh, freaking Zinfandel from Sonoma. I don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, one of my favorite things was after that, I was telling my bar manager about it, and he's like, Matt, you know, like if somebody comes at you like that, you could just tell them to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, no, you served the other two. They were super nice. It's not. Good. I got money out of it. It's fine. It's like, oh, fine. And then you like hover up away and kept closing the bar, but. Yeah, um, that was kind of my story. Man, but. I wanted to know her story now. I wanted yeah, I to know, know where that comes from. She got, I feel like she just needed a drink. Because like later on in the night, she was like way more relaxed and stuff and was talking with them and stuff. She was kind of a shrill, like very direct person I kind of got just by like eavesdropping, which not, is what we not do. Not by her drinking habits. I don't get that at all. <laughs> yeah, like, but she, she could have ordered a $14 glass of wine with water. <laughs> but what does that mean? I don't even that? know. And water- it's not even a spritzer. Yeah, it's just like a watered Watery, a water it's wine. like grape juice. Let me basically. get a, wa- a wine and water, a water yeah. wine. She wanted to, and I think I don't. I didn't. I stopped keeping tabs on her, but that's she a, might have that's taken a the other. Learned thing. That's something that her mother did. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what her dad right? did. Because I've never had that order before ever in my life. Never. never. So I've she never adopted that. that, not manners, apparently. Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo to you, lady. <laughs> Boos. <laughs> Stoning. <laughs> Whoa, wheezy. No, I'm gonna give her weed. Calm her down. Oh, there you go. That actually might work. <laughs> So now we know <laughs> that if someone comes to the bar and orders a glass of wine and two, two, two pints of water Just give her a joint. Ice. Give her a joint. Give her a joint. Yeah. That's gross. Wait. Matt, you never heard that a stoning in ni- in 2019 means just <laughs> no, get apparently stoned? Not, not in 2019. <laughs> Mine's more of the uh, AD situation. You guys have all been watching the Game right, of Thrones too long. Yeah. There wasn't any stoning in that. I'm sorry. There? I'm bitter about the whole thing. Oh, God. This, I, isn't, a, this isn't a Thrones <laughs> podcast. I know. I'm going to get off it real quick. Not getting going down that road. But like I said, I'm going to do something different. Do it. I'm going to keep this lighthearted. Oh, Why? Because it's cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently what we do. Yeah. I wish so, I had been no- notified before. This is something that I've never done before. I'm going to tell a bar joke. Maybe oh, okay. that's not true. Maybe I have. I think I have told a bar joke, but this is a really good one. All right. You want to hear it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you hyped it up. <laughs> Here it goes. All right. Ever s- Okay. I don't know how to introduce this bar joke. <laughs> Have I told you I'm not good at bar jokes? Okay. Ever since I was a child, I've always had a fear of someone being underneath my bed. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. Like, it's freaked me out, right? So, and I mean, even to this day, I'm like 30, what, five, six? I can't remember. Are you asking me? I think I'm 35. Uh, I'm still, (laughs) I still freaking think there's somebody under my bed, right? Would you say that's a problem? Uh, It's not normal. Okay. Okay. So, so I did. I went to a psychiatrist and I told him I've got problems. All right. I, he told me, come on the podcast, talk about him. (laughs) Yeah. Did he ask, like, what did he ask? Like, do you have girl problems? Girl problems? All girls have problems. <laughs> oh, so I feel bad for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, is this part of the joke? Come on. It's part, of, it's part of my joke. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so every time I go to bed, I think there's somebody under it. I'm really scared. And I think I'm going fucking crazy. Like, just just put yourself in my in my shoes for a year, can you? Like, think about this. For, for, 30, for a year? Yeah. No, for 35 years. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. It's got a little more. Uh, is this a lighthearted joke? Matt. <laughs> sorry. I go on. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, 
so okay psychiatrist says uh, like come talk to me three times a week and we should be able to get rid of those fears and i was like dude okay cool that sounds great this sounds you know you're you're professional blah 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 how much do you charge and he says 80 dollars per visit <laughs> i'm a bartender like what do you mean 80 dollars per visit this is crazy i said okay okay sure 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 I'll, I'll sleep on it and if i need it i'll come back to you six months later i talked to him about like six months ago <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, six months later, the psychiatrist, uh, he met me in the street. And he goes, oh, my gosh, Shauna, why didn't you come back to see me uh, about those fears you were having? I was like, well, you know, 80 bucks a visit three times a week for a year is an awful lot of money. Uh, I went to my bartender. He cured me for 10 bucks. <laughs> 10 bucks. This is just a drink. And uh, I was so happy to have saved all of that money. And uh, I went and bought myself an SUV. Okay. <laughs> he says, is that so? No kidding. He was a little tooty about it. He was like, oh, you're dick, kind of, which that's normal. And then, uh, <laughs> and he goes, fucking psychiatrist, am I right? <laughs> and he goes, and how, may I ask, did the bartender cure you? And I responded, I told him, he told me to cut off the legs of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we completely get that one. <laughs> so no one can go under her bed now. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. There's no one under my bed. I'm so, it's solved. Ten bucks, baby. Bartender oh, therapist. There you go. I realized about halfway through that I shouldn't interject. <laughs> well. I'm so bad at bar jokes. That was, that was difficult. I, I didn't expect I was going to put myself into that one, but then all of a sudden that's where it was Imagine. going. It almost felt like a scripted joke. It was. <laughs> it was a scripted joke. Wow, amazing! It wasn't real. It wasn't. It, I didn't live it. Ugh. I wish I did though. But I do live it every day I work because people come in and talk to me all the time, <laughs> and I'm not qualified for advice, but I still uh, give it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I do this podcast. Yeah, that's what to say. So you started a podcast. <laughs> oh, well, lucky gosh. for you, there's somebody here to talk to us today. Oh boy, I'm so excited! I can't wait. Matt, please do the honors. So today we have Pedro Barriga. Barriga. That's right. I got it. Sorry. Yeah. That it's, seems it's, unnecessary, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really, that's pronounced, is it pronounced well? Perfect. So, thank you. It sounded yeah. really nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you are joining us for, at the podcast table here. So thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I heard mm-hmm. that your last name means beer belly. It means beer belly. That's the best last name ever. I've been working on it for, I don't know, it's down here. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> That keg feel instead of a six pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm 38. Yes. Yeah. So I've been somebody working. Somebody older yeah. than me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and I've been working on it for, I don't know, for since whatever, I was whatever that is. Yeah. Minus 12. 38 minus 12. Yeah. That's when I started God drinking. damn it. Every time math comes up and we're on this <sighs> podcast, I start getting nervous. Right. Yeah. That's why I always have my phone with me. It's like not even 26 years. Yeah. Not for not for text messaging, not for anything else. Zingo, but for 26 years. Nailed it. I totally looked it up on my calculator. <laughs> <laughs> you looked it up. <laughs> so, Pedro, uh, okay, let's get into what you do what in this industry because you have a really cool role. You're not behind a bar. I am, actually. Oh. Uh, I am. I'm. I'm behind. It. I'm many behind, bars. I'm behind many bars. But that's true. Oh, I he's have, behind many. But I don't have a home necessarily where I am. You know, constantly going to one spot any day of the week. I work from home. I work from bars all over the place. In between going to work, always looking at bars and seeing how I can help. 
So uh, I work for a agency called Mr. Gold, mm-hmm. and uh, now a partner in the agency. Oh, cool. So go into bars and help develop cocktails or bartending training, menu design, back bar placement, anything literally behind the bar that you need from equipment to kegs to cocktails on draft to, I mean, you you name it, ice, tools, um, tools mm-hmm. all of it. All Swag. Above. Yeah. Uh, now working on building scupper rails for locations as well. So partnered up with something called GRC Industries Corp. And uh, we're developing scupper rails for bars and being able to put them in. And they're just gorgeous. Can you explain to listeners what that means? Scupper rails where a bartender is going to build their cocktail, whether it's a shaken or stirred cocktail. And um, a lot of bars don't even have those, you know. Um, But imagine having a scupper rail at your bar from one end to the other end with uh, about 8 to 14 inches of width where you can put all of your tins. If you wanted to line up four tins here, shaking tins, and four Yari glasses, and all of your tools and all of your garnishes, and then not have to worry about whether one of your guests is going to put their hand over and <laughs> oh, start, yeah, they start, love eating, that. start eating olives or cherries or what have you. So yeah, that's and then and then it also has the the rinsers so that after oh, you're cool. done you're mm-hmm. done shaking your cocktails and you do your dump in the sink or wherever you have your dump bucket depending on your your setup you just wash your tin real quick and get back to work. So it helps out with efficiency, making sure that you look aesthetically it's just gorgeous. Yeah. So all this input and in building this system for a bartender, this doesn't come from somebody who has never like bartended for some time. You've put a lot of thought process into like how things would look and like like you talk about how guests will reach over sure. to grab stuff. Like this is a thing that people do. I don't know if it's shocking or not to some people that are listening, but like for a bartender when you're working and somebody's grabbing your like sugar cubes or your you know, citrus or your syrups it's or like whatever. A, it's you know. like a buffet. It's like a buffet <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> people grab your olives right out of the jar with their dirty oh, little grubby God. fingers. Right. And, you know, so like this is, these, these are things you've thought about and are putting into place that is like a, what, like, it's like a, yeah, it's like the wall. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you always touch stuff that isn't yours? I guess so. Yeah. Just like taking stuff. We have, we have shells at the bar I work at, uh, Stella, and they have uh, straws in them. Uh, well, they did before we, I think we, I don't know if we qualify for the whole straw thing in uh, LA or not, but we have them offered. Uh, they're available. But some people will grab the shell and be like that typical, like, oh, I can hear the ocean. And they put it up and then <laughs> proceed to drop all of the straws on themselves. Oh, my God. And then I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. Or they they start to, and I just, like, always grab the shell and either <laughs> put it below the bar or just, like, empty it out and, like, scowl and, like, aggressively dunk it in the sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, people just, like, take shit. You know, I literally just smack them on the hand and say, no. Ah, no. Yeah, that's what I'm, I can't wait and to do. And then they go, what? I'm like, no. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen every part of it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of my best experiences was I had someone that had been working with me for some years. And I knew this guest had gone, <laughs> he is notorious for coming in and grabbing the sugar cubes. <laughs> And putting the sugar cubes in his iced tea. But we were using those sugar cubes to make old fashions. Mm-hmm. And we'd say the same thing. 
sir, we'll give you sugar cubes. Please don't put your hands in, because then we have to sanitize everything. Yeah. You know? It's like, I don't know where you your hands have yeah. been. Yeah. yeah. It's no offense, but, you know, just... It's how we just, do things. Just don't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw <laughs> I saw him <laughs> come sit down, and I just, like, you know, sat back, and uh, he looked at him with such anger. <laughs> he was so upset, and I can see of, like, uh-oh, like, it's going to happen. Today's happening. Like, this guy's never coming back again. Or he's going to get the point. <laughs> so he, like, <laughs> grabbed all of the sugar cubes. He's like, here. And just threw it all over. He's like, take all the damn sugar cubes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> just went all in on that one. And I was like, oh, man, this is just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the thing you wish you could always do to somebody. And I'm happy he did it. But, you know, I had to, like, pretend. I had to, like, take him to the corner and, like... Yeah, be like, him. yeah, you, you shouldn't you, do that. You can't yeah. do that. This but, is customer service. You can't, but then when yeah. the shift was over, like three shots and a beer. You're you know, like, like, thank you. Yes. <sighs> That's hilarious how that yeah. works. And he, he'll he never do it again. Yeah. Ideally not. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. The, like those brave moments of but, like but he, he, he breaking he was down. Shocked. He was shocked. He was just like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we meant it. Like, oh don't gosh. do that. <laughs> like, I, can't ah. believe, I can't believe I've been doing this. Salt the snail. Salt the snail. Salt the snail. Jesus. Yeah. It's I think that like generally people aren't trying to like do anything wrong. It's just they like just they don't know. But like in the hospitality industry, we don't really have the platform to be able to like school people on stuff like in maybe the correct way. We could be polite about it, you know, but like it's just like there are tactics of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes just throwing sugar cubes at somebody is the only way of like being sure. like, dude, you're being a dick. Right. <laughs> Yeah, right. it's it's a it's a weird thing because there's the like it's it's all in how you handle things too. It's like you were saying, you know, you can be like you're polite, which sounds like has been a thing for a while, and it's just not computed, right? And that shock value is sometimes is just like, all right, if you want a scene, there's yeah, there's, it's gonna happen. Certain people that don't have that, they're not courteous to yeah. that degree, mm-hmm. and and no there's tact. not there's nothing that I'm gonna do or anyone else is gonna do to change it. It's just that's just how they are. Yeah. You know. And if you're going to do that here in this place, we're yeah. going to make sure that everyone knows that's yeah. what you're doing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Some, some people know how to cross the line. And I think it's fair to react when somebody crosses the line. Like, yeah. most of us are very patient people. That's why we're in the hospitality industry. Like, we're all very patient. And we're good with people. And we're good with listening. And we're good with, like, handling problems and problem solving. Da, 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 da. But you know what? Sometimes people cross the line. And it's like, you know what? If you want to review it and bad mouth or whatever it is, but you know what? Sometimes it's okay to reprimand somebody for crossing the line. And you know, a lot of times those people that have crossed the line and I put them in their place have become great regulars. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like, I remember that first year that we met and you told me to fuck off. And I was like, yeah, I did do that. And, and, and you've been here for the la- last five years. That didn't work at all. <laughs> and you're all buddies now yeah. and everything. Yeah. Well, I was like, it's all right. Get him. His, you know, he gets his family meal, you know, for the night. You mm-hmm. know, like he gets a free beer or he gets a shot or whatever, you know. <sighs> Where did you start bartending? I started bartending officially, I suppose, in the city of Claremont where I was, uh, I was a handyman for this gastropub and uh i just i'd already been through school and i was selling drugs for a long time pharmaceutical drugs and then i quit my job and i started cleaning water for the state and then i couldn't get a job doing that so um i started this like handyman job where i was just like fixing stuff and cleaning lines and then one day uh the bartender that was supposed to be 
bartending that night and I was cleaning the lines, right? <laughs> Didn't show up. And they're like, oh, you can pour beers. Like, we need somebody for the night. I'm like, this is not smart. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, not that smart. <laughs> like, I'd been drinking all day and there's just no way that this makes any sense. And they're like, just give me an hour until we can get somebody else to come in. And then that hour turned into like three years of bartending for this place. Holy shit. That's crazy. How old were you when that transition happened? Um, I think I was, so I already had my son. He was less than a year old. That was 2007, 2008. But I'd bartended here and there through college, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was like dive bar stuff and bar backing and stuff. I didn't really take it seriously. Yeah. It wasn't going to become a thing you ever thought. No, no, I never thought. I never thought that, you know, this could be a career. Yeah. By no means. I just like, I like the fast cash. I mean, that place turned into, it was like one of the local spots. I was making like 400 bucks on a Monday night. Shit. There you go. Yeah. That college money. (laughs) Yeah. It was good. It was good money. Those bars are good money. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The turn and burns is like slinging. Yeah. Shit, so. that's crazy. That's a solid start. That's like something out of the blue that you just got hit well, with. Well, what was the okay? So that bar, the three year bar, first three year bar, mm-hmm. were you dabbling in cocktails? Yeah, definitely. There they had craft cocktails. Okay. So it was like the first time where I was like, oh, okay, well, learning how to make an old fashioned and like really learning about all the classics. You know, what's a Manhattan? The, what's an aromatic cocktail? Mm-hmm. What's a Daisy? What's a daiquiri? And still not really caring that much. You know, I learned what I could about whiskey and bourbon because it's what we sold quite a bit. Every time someone came to the bar and they wanted a certain whiskey, we only did American spirits only. Mm. Okay, so there was no scotch. We had single malts as long as they're made in the United States. So it was always pitching, oh, I want Jack Daniels, and we didn't care. Everything was like small distilleries. Someone wanted Jack Daniels to be like, okay, we don't have a Tennessee mash, but what can we give them? I have a... a yeah, I have a ten- something similar. This is what we're going to sell. Um, oh, Bell Mead. Yeah. Well, at the time, <laughs> at the time, Bell Mead wasn't around. Oh, that's uh-huh. true. Yeah. yeah, they were. Bell Mead is good. It is tasty. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, craft cocktails. And then I uh, helped a buddy open up a restaurant in Redlands. And it was like my first like bare bones project that I ever did. And from that, I opened up another bar in Riverside and then opened up my own spot in Claremont. Wow, that's a journey. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, long, that that's long I, that might be I w- I feel like that's like one of like the most extensive like grand scheme of like w- from one work to bartending that I've heard. Cuz I feel like a lot of people that we've or that I at least I've personally met like have been in hospitality to a degree like have actually they were like a server or something or bar back or something and then that led to it not right. necessarily like the Literal, yeah, like, not service. like I'm just pouring beers and be like, oh, you want to bartend? Type yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how they would pay you other than the cash, like under the table. It, but. it sucked. I was like, learning how to stir sucked. Shaking, I was like, oh god. I just, I thought like anyone that would shake a cocktail just looked ridiculous. I felt the same way <laughs> I was like, when oh, all god, this I was wanna, happening. I don't want to look like this. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know. I feel like my shake's not stupid looking. No, it's not. I've seen it. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nailed it. <laughs> you too. I think you have a great shake. Oh, God. Bartenders. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, I, I'm pretty sure I stole mine because, uh, well, the double shake I stole. I changed my shake. 
Yeah, I used to do it differently. I, I started. I changed my shake from a pie to down low because my I start my tendonitis and my elbows were acting up. So I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna start using my biceps." <laughs> nice. Look at you. <laughs> Somebody works. This out. is 35. You have to start thinking about these things. And so no, it's like it changes like from using your like triceps and your forearm like muscles to your biceps which are stronger and so it's like protecting your elbows more mm. for, with a low sh- like yep. from below low yep. shake yeah it's Didn't, all yeah. all in the wrist it, and it changes everything now when i see someone that has a good shake and i go into a bar and i see the shake right or you hear the snap mm-hmm. of the tins and there's just so much it's there's so much about it now so when one of the bars that I help open up in Riverside, I got to work with Two on Three and Hey, what bar? Uh, Wolfskill. I don't know it. It's a Two One Three bar. They helped consult. Oh, cool. Is it like they don't have any ownership in it? I don't believe they might. Alperin? Oh. No, not Eric. Uh, Alex and Devin. Oh, cool. Proprietors. Yeah, proprietors. Yeah. Sweet. So yeah, proprietors, not Two One Three, right? So it was the first time that I worked with them and. Devin was the one that was like, yeah, that shake is not going to work. To you? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, that sucks. (laughs) Was that like a total like like hit to your ego type of thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. Well, it's somebody telling you something you basically thought up was wrong. Because like I I stole mine because Elaine, who we've had on the podcast before, like, well, at least for the double shake, uh, he he like crosses his arms. He does the X. Yeah. And then he just like does that. And so I've taken that from him and I've like done that. I, don't, I see that working quite a bit yeah. if you do it right. And there's like a little bit chicken. Like do yeah. this thing. Yeah, yeah, they do the this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. But then I've seen this one. Oh, the side jerk off? Like yeah. The, and yeah. <laughs> like there's two The banana, banana yeah. handles for a motorcycle yeah, going outside. Yeah, there you go. We'll put yeah. it that way. The banana <laughs> handles. And that, and that one is the most annoying one to me. Well, well, it's like it the just best looks like you're being for, electrocuted. Right. right. The best double shake is keeping your arms like perpendicular Tucked. and moving back and forth because if you're twist no, well, even if you're twisting, I think it's No, it's it hurts. It hurts everything. I mean, I've had I have a, a bartender that I'd been training since first bars that I and I took him everywhere with me. Mm-hmm. I took him to one spot, to the next spot, to the next spot, to the next spot, to the next spot. And then he ended up developing some type of arthritis in his wrist. And he's, you know, 12 to 14 years younger than I am. Does he drink a lot of Coca-Cola? No. Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, like, not in front of me. me, I don't know. I drank a lot of milk when I was a kid. I attribute that. (laughs) Yeah, like, I... That's a whole other story. I'm waiting for mine. I've, like... uh, I've actually gotten better these... Like, I feel like with the adjustments that I've done in the last like two years, like my arms are pretty on point at this point. I used to have a lot of trouble with uh, scooping the cold draft ice. Sure. And where when you like go in and it's really like fresh, it just jams your elbow up and it like pushes your, so any listener that doesn't know what I'm talking about, cold draft ice are these like larger like format cubes and uh, you just have a normal like, uh, what are they, ice like scoop. An inch by inch by inch. Yeah, an inch, inch by inch by inch, inch by inch. Quarter, yeah, inch, yeah. Uh, inch squared. Yeah. Would you? So, <laughs> so an inch. It's squared. Square. <laughs> One squared. One square inch. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So then, when you jam the ice scoop into the the cold draft. It <laughs> <laughs> 
it like just it literally you have all your like momentum going straight down and then it stops abruptly and all your ligaments from your like wrist up into your elbow like move up towards your shoulder yeah, it's like a jam it's <laughs> and like, it jams ah. everything yeah. yeah it's painful and it takes a little bit of an adjustment but i think with like making sure you're I don't know, working your muscles out, you're pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the closer you can stay to yourself, the better, instead mm-hmm. of this wild whatever. Yeah. And even with stirring, too, you know, like, as, as, as close as you can stay to everything, the less of squatting down and making, like, awkward movements. That's why, like, a lot of bar setups, like, really do help, like, hurt bartenders. And the amount of longevity that you have really depends on the setup that you have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, absolutely. I got a good question. If there was something you could tell your younger self what not to do as a bartender, what would it be? <laughs> Bartend. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> truth. Oh, sorry. That's what managers tell me. <laughs> no. My, my, mine is uh, make sure you lift with your knees. Like, that's a big thing. Mm. Don't bend your back at all when you're picking something up. Just squat as low as possible and just like pick up with your knees. That's it. Cause I fucked my back up so bad by like standing for so long on like mats and like shitty shoes. And so- Oh, and don't wear Converse working. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. I think what I've said to myself, my younger self is stand up for yourself, you know, stand up for yourself when you know that something's not right and uh, don't let people take advantage of you. You know, there's been so many times where you just overworked and, doing a little bit too much and saying yes because you don't want to look like the guy that's going to say no or girl that's going to say no. And I think that's that's really good advice for people in our industry because we we do tend to get taken advantage of because you you know, you're scared of whatever. Whatever that means, you know, like getting fired or not having a job or, you know, we're super important people in this industry. We're super important people in the restaurant the the solo bar the you know the barista you know that's eventually gonna be a bartender or vice versa yeah. you know towns were built around bars yeah yeah so one of the biggest passions of this and it's always been is that I figured out even though not knowing cocktails that well was that I can build a business behind this bar you know and it all the all the money that I make depends on how well I know my job and what I'm selling so it behooves me to understand that I know the difference between a London dry Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, a modern gin and what are the, you know, because you're selling to people all the time. Mm -hmm. Like you're drinking Hendrix, but, you know, why do you like it? You know, what is Hendrix? How can you describe and sell that at the same time? Right. And it's not my favorite thing, but it's it doesn't matter if it's my favorite thing, you know, and and then getting over that, too. Like, I remember, you know, like, I wouldn't drink, you know, this, and I won't drink that, <laughs> yep. and blah, blah, blah. And that changed. That changed because then you end up going to fine dining places, and you, if you travel and you bartend in different places in the world, you, you realize that it really doesn't matter what you like at all. You're a, a counselor for a lot of people, and, and, you know, but I always like the idea of being the bartender for somebody. So, you know, you only have one accountant, hopefully, or one person that's your dentist or one gynecologist <laughs> or, you know, like you only have one, right? Yeah. Well, I want to be your bartender, you know? And that's a great. And, and that's great how you make it into a profession because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't see that. And whenever I was looking for people to hire, I was always looking for the lifer. 
you know, the person that, oh, they got it, whatever that is, you know, you're not going to be a bar back for long and it's going to probably take you a year to be a bartender. But you know what? When you become that bartender, you'll be able to bartend anywhere, anywhere you want. Hell yeah. Well That's, said. It's like a, having like that solid barber, you know, which nowadays is kind of a thing. It I've is. been with my barber for a minute. And it's like, that. yeah, like we have name? a rapport. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. His name's Eric. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> so it's Eric. It's a badass. The Alhambra. You almost fucking got me. I swear to God. <laughs> I was quiet for too long. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't remember. I don't remember his last name, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think I should. I'm yeah. a failure. Yeah. You should invite your barber to barbecues and your bartender. Hear that, everyone? Invite me to barbecues. I love barbecues. <laughs> I see. And you're cr- just trying to get invited to barbecues. And crab feeds. I love crab feeds. Right. Crab feeds. <laughs> <laughs> crab boils and such. Crab fe- I've never heard him called crab feeds. Are you? Maybe I'm wrong with that. No, crab feed, like a crab boil. No, because no, because in Baltimore you don't boil crabs. You you steam crab, crab feed, crab. Now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> crab. Okay, yeah, all yeah, right. crab well, feed. You know, do what so you want. So steaming you, crab with like butter and corn and all the good stuff. That actually sounds kind of no, good. To be honest, uh, no, steam crabs in Baltimore is Old Bay. Oh, yeah. You you throw a bunch of blue crabs uh. in a big vat, which I want to do here at some point. Like maybe we'll do that in a couple when it starts not raining. Yeah, a little bitter. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, LA. <laughs> LA, fuck you and your weather. I'm just joking. It's beautiful. <laughs> no, yeah, you get a big old steamer and then you throw a bunch of crabs in there and you, you start boiling them alive and it's really sad because they're slowly dying. And then <laughs> you throw like literally like pounds of Old Bay in there and like just like, and they're covered in Old Bay. Do you know what Old Bay is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyone who's not listening, I, I honestly don't know what it is. It's a spice mixture that you just yeah. throw on stuff and it tastes delicious with crabs and seafood. And then you pull them out of there and you pick them and you eat them with corn and like probably like french fries, calamari, like all that stuff and pitchers mm. of beer. You do it all day long. All day long. Sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Sounds fun. Actually, I'm super cool with that. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. So that's delicious. Let's do that. You want to? Yeah. And play slosh ball. Dude, how do are we not friends already? Yeah, slash ball. I've been trying to organize <laughs> slash ball for freaking days. There's nothing better than slash I know. Ball. I know a sandlot. <laughs> Where? Uh, it's in the Legion Park. It's hidden. No one uses it. I'm not gonna tell this podcast where it is. <laughs> oh, I already did it in the Legion Park. Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, it, they'd have to know what what uh what that even is. Oh, how to play slash ball? Everyone's gonna find it. It's slash balls, kickball, but with beer. Yeah. Oh fuck yes! Well, have you ever how pl- have I not played this? Have before? you ever played slosh ball with um what are they called uh wiffle ball? No, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> like a bat. No, not with a bat. No, with the with uh coarse lights and you make a wizard uh staff. Oh, I obviously have no <laughs> idea how this is played. No, is this like larping. We used to play with kegs at each base. Dude. Yeah, so we'd we'd have mini <laughs> we'd have mini kegs with wheelbarrows, everything on ice. And every time you got to a base, you, you have to wheelbarrow it. it? No, no, no. Oh. It, every base had their own wheelbarrow and their own mini keg. So every time you got to a base, you'd pump a beer and had to drink the beer before you can go to the next base. But, you know, like the game is still continuing. So let's say, for instance, you're at second and someone kicks the ball and you haven't finished your beer yet. You have to you run. Can, you can't run with a beer. You have to down it oh. and then run to the next base. 
And the games would go for like three to five hours. Yeah. <laughs> three to five hours? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're drinking shit. plain slosh I'm ball. super down for this. How, well, uh, I, I have an idea of why this doesn't happen. Wizard, <laughs> wizard staff, though, is similar, but every time you finish your Coors Light, it has to be Coors Light because it has to be silver. Sure, sure. Uh, when you finish a Coors Light, then you have silver duct tape and put the new Coors Light on top of the empty Coors Light, duct tape it, and the more you get, the taller you build your wizard staff. And you have to, <laughs> and you have to play the game while consistently holding your wizard staff. You cannot let go of it, no matter how big or small. So slosh ball plus the wizard staff. Correct, sir. Ooh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, and, I, I mean, we've only played it once. And look, I'm down for anything. You know, that's something I I definitely want. Do not want my daughter to say at any point. But I'm down for it. <laughs> I'll give it a try. I'm down for the wheelbarrow, but I like the idea of like having a. You just have your own personal mini keg, and you have to wheelbarrow. How it funny through, is that? Oh, every, like each. I base. just imagine that in sand, and that being horrible. Those those days were mostly you know uh, sixty degrees outside, and everyone's oh. wearing sweaters, and you know it's just love. And you all, and you do have a little uh, portable barbecue too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And we eat. I know. Yeah. I know. Those are the best. Dude, times. I yeah. know. Right. God damn, we're doing this this summer. <laughs> I'm down. <sighs> okay, back to bar today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, Interlude there. <laughs> we had a connection. Yeah, yeah dude. Bomb. No, for sure. Dude, I, obviously, is... I obviously did not have any idea how this game was no, played. No, straight up, anyone who knows what slosh ball is. What kind of bat do you use <laughs> when you're swinging? Yeah, he said. He said wiffle ball. <laughs> I mean, technically, <laughs> you could do that too. He's all. Oh no. Uh, We're making like, wizard wiff- staffs out of Coors Light. Yeah, dude. What wiffle ball? <laughs> That's a whole nother day, dude. Whiffle yourself away. And that away. involves no beer. That's serious gaming. <laughs> <laughs> serious gaming. It's hardcore gaming right there. Oh, yeah. did anyone hear that Steak and Shake is closing? <laughs> no. no. I don't think we have those here. No. It is. What? No more shaking the steaks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, man. What's going to happen to all that? <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, um, I don't think I've ever. Well, I definitely haven't been to one. My God, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> let me switch back to bartending. Straight in, shake a stick. It was hard. It was a hard news for me. I just wanted to share. <laughs> nice. Well, thanks for downing us all. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Well, sorry. You know what we do talk about? There's stories. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Let's talk about stories. (laughs) Did you have one uh, specifically that you were thinking of when you decided to roll over here to this shit show? uh, (laughs) Hey, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. I enjoy shit shows. I mean, look, I've been doing it for a really long time. I have plenty of stories. I mean, it just depends on the topic, I suppose, you know. Okay. I'm going to give you four options. (laughs) Go great. That's a lot of options, yeah. which is okay, which is good. Okay, I don't know any of your stories, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just on the cuff here, on the cuff. Nice. Weird, gross. Oh god, funny, uh, funny, celebrity, magical. So five, got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for. First one was weird. Weird? Gross. You don't have to do all of them. You could just choose if you'd like. No, I'm just giving you inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Weird, gross, funny, celebrity, magical. Magical. 
<sighs> I've met a lot of celebrities uh, somehow, and I always uh, don't know what to say. You know, just like leave them alone, Peter, because they don't really, you know, want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> but then there was a celebrity that, do I say names? You can if you want, but we can always air it out if you don't want to. You don't have to say it. Yeah. If you okay. Feel well, like it's better for there's that. a celebrity that, like I always said, if I ever had an opportunity to give this one a drink, I think I would have just lost it. You know, mm -hmm. because it was like somebody that I grew up watching on TV. Can I guess two, three? Sure, you can, but <laughs> but let me finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Let's try to even like, get the and, odds. And and it, it's funny too because I remember having this conversation with a bunch of pals, saying, "What would you serve him?" Oh, okay. And I I was like, "Oh God, what would I do?" And and then it happened, and he came in and he's like, "Just give me whatever you think I want." And I was like, "Fuck!" So he was a dick. <laughs> I know. Like, and which was fine. Adventurous is yeah, what which, I would say. Which was fine. It was totally fine. I was like, "Oh my god, I already know what he wants. I know it." Oh, so it was a test. So I made him a dry martini. Ooh, okay. It was Bond. No, it wasn't. But I mean, it could have been. Uh, so <laughs> I got more so hints. I made it for him, and I like I walked it over to him, and I like waited for him like in the corner, and I was like, "Oh." Just don't make an ugly face. Like, that's all I care about. Don't make an ugly face. And he drank it so quick and came back and he's like, high five. I was like, oh, high five. <laughs> Tears coming down <laughs> your face. I was like, perfect. That's gorgeous. You know, so like eight cocktails later. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking A. Oh, shit. <laughs> he yeah. was down for that. Yeah, he loved the Plymouth. I don't know. Okay. Uh, these these seem like all hints to me. That's cool because like, I've never... I never planned Pierce a cocktail. Brosnan. Yeah, <laughs> it, it right. wasn't. It was too clear. That's too yeah, too obvious. Wasn't. So if it was Daniel Craig, <laughs> I jizz myself yeah. right now. No, it's not. No, it's still too obvious. Yeah, and he, and he grew up Sean watching Connor? him. No, he grew. No. Oh, well, that's closer because yeah. he grew up watching him. So okay, grew up watching, uh, like Plymouth. So maybe British. Um, what's the other hints here? It's a gentleman, obviously. Uh, was a martini drinker before? Just liked Plymouth this time. Well, what kind of martini did you make him? Classic? Yeah. I just did a, a Dolan's rinse and then three ounces of Plymouth and uh, orange bitters and a twist. Damn. I would was ask it, where. Was it, what's the guy from? Um, it was in LA. Downtown. Downtown? Ah, damn. That doesn't narrow it down necessarily. Is he a movie actor or a TV actor? Movie. Okay. Was it Robert De Niro? <laughs> Did you nail it? Wasn't it? Holy <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Is it <that> really? <laughs> That's amazing. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I I just remember thinking I was like, what? This isn't real. This isn't real. I would kill the fuck I I guess that because I'm like, I would kill the fucking meet him. <laughs> well, so I opened And up. I've I like all of his movies growing up. It's like my fucking favorite, dude. She's crying. Ah! <laughs> That's nuts. I've never thought about a drink that I would make for somebody that I like serve. That's like a kind of a cool. You know, dynamic. Goodfellas, The Godfather. Mm -hmm. You know, Casino. Dude, or, like all of those movies. The and mob movies, dude. He. I remember when I saw him in Heat, and he was robbing that bank in L.A., and I was just like, "This is the sexiest human in the world." Like God, he's shooting people. He's robbing banks. His he wife. Was Corleone. At, at one I'm, point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Way better than Al Pacino. Huh. Said it. I'm not going to say anything. 
I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Robert De Niro, dude, that's a that's a treasure, dude. Yeah, I, that's not that's an Italian treasure. It was it was a good time too. Like, I was just officially running a new bar and things were going really well. Did you talk to him? I did, but I, you know, I. So the the owner of the place had a lot of friends that were celebrities. So he always made it it a point, like you know, don't go goo goo gaga over, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all the peeps and. But you know, I was just like, I, I'm willing to lose it. He needs know? a drink. Yeah, like, I'm willing to lose <laughs> and it. I'm going to give it to him. Right, and I had another. I had my bar back there that, you know, it was, I th- it had to be a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, one of the slower nights during the week, because I was by myself, and uh, I had my bar back. I was like, you're you're bartending. Like, I'm taking care of one person right now for, like, the next, you know, however, ne- the next hour. Mm-hmm. So I just made made that guy's drinks, and it was cool. That's freaking oh, yeah. rad. That's awesome. I want to make cool. him drinks. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's my next bucket list person. Yeah. Make yeah. a cocktail maybe for uh, for a famous person. Yeah. No, no, no. Robert De Niro. Specifically. Oh, a cocktail for Robert De Niro? Dude. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins is definitely in my bucket list of people that I would like to sit down and and talk to is him. he drinking cool. i don't know who's drinking or not anymore he's probably That's a wine a guy yeah uh, yeah that guy seems like he owns a winery or something but yeah or a gin yeah. distillery yeah i don't know some cocktail of some sort but oh jesus dad do we have a bouncer for this hello what hey. the what? is this is this cocktails oh yes sir it is actually oh, oh my god i've got a I got a bone to pick with you guys. Oh God, great! <laughs> Wait, why do, we, why do we have an open door policy here? Well, Hanch asked for the day off, and like I <sighs> said, yeah, bitch. that's fine because normally it doesn't <laughs> normally matter. Normally it doesn't matter. He just lets anyone in. And uh, first so, off, you guys are Shauna and Matt, right? I'm I'm Matt. I, I'm Matt. <laughs> All right, <laughs> damn it. Fuck. My name's Jimmy. Hi, Hello, Jimmy. Jimmy. I'm from the OC. Uh, <laughs> out from a. Born and raised in Texas. Uh, I was uh, raised in the OC, though. <laughs> and I got <laughs> a bone. It's confusing. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know. Man of all seasons, I get it. People are confusing, right? This, this is the world. <laughs> this is You're true. not wrong. You I, got a problem a like with, I, uh, I got a problem with your podcast. Oh, damn it. What? Is it the audio? Is it Matt's hair? I, outside of your production value, uh, I will say that uh, I got a problem with the culture that per- you're perpetuating. The culture? Holy shit. Bartender yeah. culture? Cocktails. Yo, I'm Jimmy, and you know, I don't like any of those fluffy girl drinks you make. Yo, I got that money, but I'm looking for that honey, and I ain't talking bees for God's sake. Hey, Long Island. Bartender, baby, give them to me. Hey, Long Island. Bartender, baby, give them to me. Hey, Long Island. Bartender. Baby, give it to me. <laughs> oh, it's in our name, dude. Hey, kind of well, what... we have one of the best of the best right now here. Yeah, well, I think the cocktails and the bartenders that you guys have out here are trash now. So, <laughs> whoa, that's aggressive. <laughs> Okay, I, okay. I'm gonna get. A, I feel a bit defensive right now. I feel like I'm gonna start putting on my boxing gloves a little bit because it's a little intense, dude. Like we're just trying to spread like the love of bartenders and bartender culture well, here the on thing the podcast. Is, when I have to wait 20 minutes for a drink, then it's not very much love, is it? 
I mean, we're, ideally, we're still talking with you and, and letting you know what we're doing and, and using really fresh ingredients. Matt, is it? Yes. Matt, when I have to pay $16 for a cocktail and I can go down to my local pub and pay $8 for something stronger, then I got a problem with it. Ugh. Okay. I mean, I do feel... <laughs> okay. Fair. Fair. Yeah, you're not necessarily wrong. I'm not going to argue with you on that, but like, like you think about like the the thought process and the the work that goes into creating that Thought cocktail. process? It's alcohol. What are you talking about? But it's like a labor of love. Labor of love. He, let me tell you something about love. So I love my wife. And when I go to a bar and I order a French martini for her, and she that's all she drinks. She drinks a French martini. And I ask the bartender, bartender, give me a French martini. And he looks at me. He's like, sir, we don't make those kinds of drinks here. Well, then it, it makes me very upset. It makes me feel like an idiot. Oh. oh, well, that may, maybe it was just the bartender that you like went went up against because I mean, I would never say something like that to okay. you. I would make you a French martini. Okay, and then on the other hand, and uh, sometimes I want to, you know, I got I like getting fancy. I normally stick to my Long Island iced teas, and uh, oh, but you know, sometimes I, you know, I, you know, I want to get a little festive, and I get a AMF, and uh, you wait, know, wait, 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 an AMF in. Uh, I'm sorry, an AMF. What, what? Audios MFR. I don't like to curse on. Uh, Public radio, You're so <laughs> audio motherfucker, you are a gentleman. Oh, Shauna, that's not very ladylike of you. So, <laughs> whoa, well, okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I'm pretty aware I can speak however I like to. So, well, Shauna, but you maybe don't have to we're from me. different generations. So, <laughs> well, clearly, <laughs> as I was saying, I just hate it when I go to a bar and I'm like, hello, I would love a Long Island iced tea. I've got a really wonderful dollar tip for you. If you could just make it on the fly, I would really appreciate that. Don't need your smoke and your shows and your little flames and your fires that you do. I don't like that. I just want my drink. I want my wife to have a drink. And I want to pay less than $20 for two drinks. Is that too much to ask for? I I mean, not Well, kind of, he's kind of preaching to us a little bit. Which I mean, I'm kind you're of okay kind of pre- you're kind of like speaking there's, my there, language. There is the highballs off uh, the guns now, and Ooh. and that's you know that's an art form in itself. That's you know, true. We could do but, an, who's done an AMF on tap before? Or I don't an, think that's or illegal. Long, that's or a Long shit Island iced tea. I'll that's make you a damn good Long Island iced tea. How much? It'll it's gonna cost? be fifteen bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be eighteen bucks. <laughs> The problem that I have with the Long Island iced teas is that the problem that I have with bartenders now is that they're measuring all their drinks. They're getting these little metal things and they're measuring everything. And it just makes me feel like I'm not getting the alcohol that I need to get. When I used to go out, people would just get the bottles up, up and pick them up and just pour them in the glass. And it was fine. Like, I was like, yeah, they're they're pouring it. Now people are just being stingy. They're pouring, well, they're pouring you- into these measuring devices and they're just, I know they're not giving me the alcohol I need. Well, wait, what, what bar were you drinking at? Well, I'm from Orange County, so I, every time I come out to Los Angeles, because the wife wants to come out and see the newest restaurant or the newest bar, she wants to get all fancy. Wait, wait, wait. You said the wife. What What was her name? Uh, you know, you know, she's not here. I don't like to speak of her when she's not present, but she's a good woman. You know, she... Uh, she takes care of the house, and you know when I come home after a long day. All right, all right, all right, all right. Cocktail hating Jimmy, this ain't right. This ain't right. Is well, that, what do you call him? Cocktail hating Jimmy. My point is, is that <laughs> when I want an old fashioned, the bartender he gives me a big piece of ice, a little bit of whiskey, maybe some Angostura bitters. Wow, I'm amazed you know that one. <laughs> well. 
<laughs> unbeknownst to you, I do know how to read. And <laughs> well, I but I don't I did get, figure that. I don't get a cherry. I don't get an orange. They're never muddled. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, bartender, you only gave me two ounces, maybe less, of whiskey. Now you want me to pay fourteen dollars for that? Get out of here. <laughs> oh, gosh, oh, it's a very opinionated idea. But I well, mean, well, hold on. but it's all high quality. It's all like really nice booze that we serve. I mean, that's kind of the cocktail way. Well, your definition of high quality and you know high quality to me might be very different because you know in the Orange County, we do things a little bit more traditional. In other words, I like my steaks cooked well done. I don't want any parasites in my body, <laughs> and I want my drinks very strong. I don't want. Anything but alcohol entering my body. So when I get my Long Islands, I want to be very strong. After three Long Islands, I take my wife home and I say, Gemma, <laughs> we got it. We're oh, gonna have fun tonight. <laughs> we're gonna have fun tonight. I uh, feel like I kind of get the gist of. Well, okay, the- a lot of what I'm hearing is like a lot of this is about like you. So like, have you actually sat down in a cocktail bar and had one of like, let's say, uh, Pedro's cocktails that he's made? Have you ever had one? Shauna, sometimes I look at that cocktail menu and I don't understand what they're saying. Oh. That that menu will say Averna or Sherry or Montenegro. I don't know these <laughs> words. I just look at the menu and I say, you know what? I just want a Long Island. And you know what? My wife wants a Bay Breeze. And then I look at the bartender and they have no idea what I'm talking about. And then I just have to say, well, you know what? We'll have two shock tops. And I'll tell you what, Shauna, they don't have shock top either. <laughs> but they That's... will offer me their artisanal craft Hefeweizen, which I don't want to pay $9 for either. This all sounds extremely frustrating. It's very frustrating, Shauna. And this is the thing. Can I offer you something right now? Please, Shauna. Um, on the house, can we get Pedro to make you a cocktail? Something that like you've never had before. Something that you say you will not like. Can we get him to craft a cocktail for well, you? Well, that depends, Shauna. I, I barely met this Pedro fellow, and uh, he seems like a nice guy. He's got a good set of hair on him. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, due to my genetics, I don't have that nice set of hair, but I will say, if he can craft a mighty fine cocktail, I won't stop him. On the other hand, I need to know, does he know what a Long Island is? Because before he can make me any sort of cocktail, I need to know... If he knows how to make a Long Island, how can I trust him to make me anything if he doesn't know how to make that basic, classic cocktail? <laughs> okay. Well, well, I mean, maybe I should tell him how to make a Long Island. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. do that. How would you make your I'm own? listening. Well, you're going to have several different types of alcohol. Vodka, rum, tequila, gin. Whoa, whoa. I don't like gin. Is there gin in a Long Island? Hell, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. There is. <laughs> there this is. whole time. Yeah. You've been duped. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh oh! All white liquors, as far as I'm concerned. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like a little bit of Cointreau in my Long Island. So Cointreau, do, that sounds yeah. French. It is. <laughs> uh, some uh, orange liqueur, and then uh, some lemon juice, some simple syrup, and then top the little simple bit of, syrup. Now, is that like a uh, like a sugar? Sugar water. Sugar water. French liqueur, all white. So far, I'm a liking. <laughs> and then we're topping it with a little bit of Coke. Coke. Coca-Cola. <laughs> okay. Now, let me ask you, Pedro. Are you topping off that Long Island with that Mexican Coke or that Coke oh, from man, that soda gun? Oh, made already. Yeah, 
Oh, there's a Coke right there. Just want to be perfectly clear because I don't want to pay that $4 upcharge for you opening up a Mexican Coke when you could have just squirted that out of a soda gun. I just want to be perfectly clear about that, Pedro. You well, actually know a lot about yeah, the, the yeah, pricing. He's actually well-versed. That's a, a very fine question, Shauna, because, you know, I go on my Googles and I research everything. So, a lot of time. Pedro, carry on. You know? <laughs> This, is, this might hot. be the yeah. This might be the most intense. Uh... Uh, Robert De Niro, who? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I've actually drank a Long Island in a long time, and I feel really bad. Well, you're doing yourself a disservice by not having yeah. yourself a Long Island because I will tell you that the Long Island cocktail. If I read my literature correctly, there's a lot of cokes around here. I'm just gonna open one too. <laughs> the Long Island uh, was sugar, uh, in, Mexican it, coke. You could. Classically define it as a Daisy style cocktail. You got your alcohol, you got your uh, modifier. <laughs> who hey, are what, you? What, 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 we have a different person sitting down here all of a sudden. And here's the thing <laughs> he's speaking cocktail families. Yeah, yeah. He okay. just like really likes the Long now, Island. Listen, yeah. I read one book about one drink. And so I know a lot about the Long Island, so I just want to be perfectly clear. There's that an entire so, book about the Long Island? Well, maybe you should read more, Shauna. God I just damn it, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of books. I feel like I'd be about super the Daisy interested cocktails? in this book. Well, now I'm getting thirsty. You know, you you got your liquors, you got your Cointreau, you got your uh, simple syrup. Now, tell me about the sour mix, though, because this is key into a Long Island. It's just it's just fresh lemon juice. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, no. You can see the eyebrows raise on. Oh, no. <laughs> fresh lemon juice. Oh, and, no. And my simple syrup is just a one-to-one ratio. Cold immersion blend, so it's... Oof. Fairly thick. Well, now listen here. I don't know what the word immersion means, but uh, <laughs> and and we're unfortunately, so we are going to be using the Mexican Coke. Um, I'll give you the rest of the Coke that you. Can well, now have. Pedro, I'm not prejudiced, but you know, I just don't want to pay four dollars for that Mexican Coke. This, this cocktail is free. You're not paying. It's on it. the house. Yeah. Well, then let's let laugh. No, that was a, this is a deal. <laughs> now, okay, I'm going to give you a choice though, because he is a master of his craft. So you can either have what you've had your entire time of an adulthood drink or and childhood shauna okay well that's another conversation that explains on mass's six four frame always (laughs) right he's very tall you may be the (laughs) tallest person i've ever sat next to that's correct you have a large torso as well i have a large heart oh yes correct okay so you have that choice or uh pedro can make you a, a cocktail of his own no, I like where he's going with this Long Island. <laughs> he's already, I, li- I feel like he's already made it. I, I like the way he's uh, explaining that. He said we got all the white liquors. He's got a one-on-one white sugar. Pedro, Pedro, just make him. Okay. And then, you know, he said he's not going to charge me for that Coke. So, you know, so far I'm happy. I just want to make sure that when I drink it, I get the value and I don't have to pay more than $10 for it. I was going to make him a sex on the beach. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just do that. What? <laughs> do, you think he, do you think he noticed? I want one of those. God damn it, Matt. Make oh, me, see, hey, this is what I'm talking you. about. See, when I go to restaurants and bars, I'll be waiting 20 minutes for a cocktail and I still don't have a cocktail in front of me. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, oh, yes, just had oh it there. okay. We're just talking. Sorry, Sorry. we're just talking. Yeah. I just had to finish garnishing it. You like yeah. that garnish? Well, that's a beautiful garnish. I must say, that's just a lemon wedge and a it's Coke well. float on top. Let, let me get a little, take a sip of that. Uh, okay, let's see. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, you forgot the straw, I can tell. Well, 
Turtles. Mad turtles are dying. Yeah, we don't forget. I might be backwards. I might be backwards in a lot of ways, but I still respect turtles. Okay, hold on. I gotta drink about what I said. Yeah. You can take a time, time out. For you, you. <laughs> you monster. Yeah, that's the next he plays out. <laughs> Pedro, this is a damn fine Long Island. No, see, here's the thing. Okay, so <laughs> more things. This is an exception because I don't find a lot of bartenders in Los Angeles that can make a fine Long Island. Oh my, I gotta take another sip of this. Give me one second. <laughs> I don't find a lot of bartenders that can make a Long Island like this, Pedro. Now, what's your secret? Is that 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 fresh lemon juice? That's part of it. And then also knowing what's in the cocktail. Measuring out the right proportion so everything's you, well. So you are you saying that? It. Are you saying that by measuring it, you somehow balance the cocktail? Absolutely. We can't have you leaving this establishment too too, too torn up to even put the keys in your car. Well, Pedro, sometimes to, I have to get too torn up to deal with the realities of life. If you know what I'm saying. But what if you balanced out your life and went home to the lady with that? Whoa, Matt. Matt, Whoa. you should be some sort of spiritual guru, but <laughs> or or sex counselor. No, you you I prefer sex guru. You leave Gemma alone, okay? She's you perfectly the two? she's perfectly content staying at home, and you know she makes my she makes me my Tom Collins no. and my martinis and homes. I feel like you're opening up your own whole world to well, like. I also oh, feel you know like you, the free aspect played a massive part in this whole. Well, situation. that does play a big factor in it. But let me tell you one more thing. Here's the other thing I don't like about cocktail culture is what they saying is that you know i like to go to my local applebee's or my local cheesecake factory and they you know they always have the same menu an apple teeny and uh you know uh your your classic cocktails a bay breeze a sea breeze but you know the, the trouble that i have with uh coming into los angeles or any hip city as if you want to call it they don't know what these cocktails are and when i ask them sir this is what i like to drink can I have this drink? They look at me as if I'm some sort of idiot. And oh, that's my that. problem. Yeah. I hate that. That's not bartending. We yeah. should we should try to accommodate I hate as that. Best and we can. I hear you. I hear you cocktail hating Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I I can I can relate to that, Jimmy. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I I feel like we're all trying to change that collectively. And we're here for you. So if you want a Long Island. We will all make you a Long Island. Yeah, and we appreciate that you liked Pedro's Long Island. Yeah, that's cool. That was cool. a well-crafted cocktail. Well, I already finished it, so I'm feeling very froggy. So, Oh, wait. <laughs> Do you want to try a craft cocktail real quick? Well, For I free? Would like, For I mean, free? I just want to see. I don't want to challenge you too much, but do you know how to make a Tokyo tea? Well... Tokyo tea. Hey, Pedro, just make him a cocktail. Just say it's a cocktail. Just say it's a Tokyo tea. So I know a Tokyo tea is made with a, a, a Midori, which is a melon uh, liqueur. Yeah. And, it looks uh, like antifreeze. It does. It just tastes very delicious. Uh, sometimes when I just want to drink something sweet but not too sweet, I just love drinking that. But hold on. Uh, I'm getting a text message from my wife, Chema. <laughs> I just want to make sure that, you know, I, I love her with all my heart. And, you know, uh, I just, I put a cocktail on a menu at Kabuki with Midori. Kabuki? I like Midori. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it It is a uh, <laughs> Fernet Midori sour. What is Fernet? That's fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is I love Fernet that. a style of uh, alcohol or? Uh, Fernet is a bitter digestive, aperitif. I mean, I'm sure it has a lot of functions. Well, my colon is a little backed up, so <laughs> if, if I drink oh, some dude. Fernet... Hey, here, I got yeah. some right here. Hold on yeah. a second. We have a wart, too. Oh. 
God. <laughs> okay, so I, do I take a teaspoon of this? No, or? you take a, you yeah, take so a, shot. You take a shot. full shot. Okay. We, shot. we like to call this a handshake. Now, uh, what does this taste like? Hmm. Here you go. Okay, um, let's see. I'm going to smell it. Okay, smells a little weird. Smells uh, uh, almost <laughs> herbal. <laughs> smells like it's a camp, situation. Smells like a campfire mixed with a menthol. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to taste it. Oh, my. Jesus Christ. This uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. This what? tastes like Jägermeister, but bitter. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's Nailed it. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Jimmy, you're, you're, you are like one, of, most, yeah, you're one of the you. most on-point people I've ever you met. You know what I Maybe say? Maybe that's from your wife taking you to L.A. to eat all yeah. those fancy yeah. restaurants. You, you got to go home and pleasure her. Yeah. I got to <laughs> say, I'm, I'm probably one of the most progressive people in Orange County. I got to say that. Where in Orange County do you live again? In the South. Oh, okay. <laughs> South of Orange South County. Orange County. Okay. You know, we like to keep things very traditional down there, you know, but we're all happy folk. But here's the thing in the scheme of things, when I when I come down to Los Angeles and I just want to feel happy where I'm at and I want to get the drinks where I'm at. And here's the thing. What are you guys doing with the smoke? Are you guys just smoking everything? He's, he's like the most. I know why you're here. I actually know why you're here. It's not to tell us not to do this stuff. You're trying to find yes, out probing, how, what this is about. Yeah. Well, Shauna, I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, I've been listening to Talktail since day one. <laughs> and you bring in all these guests on. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So I started oh. reading about all these things. And how did you and find so, her? Well, you're a magician. On yeah. my podcast, it just comes up with recent searches. So I look at search ads. So I look at my animal hunting things, and I look at my other questionable searches. And so then cocktails <laughs> came about because I was like, oh well, I like to drink a lot, and I came up on this bartending podcast. And so many of the other bartending podcasts were just talking about other bartenders, and then this bartending podcast talked about drinking. And fun. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> drinking and fun. And that's too, what I like to do. And so I started things. drinking about or listening to your podcast. <laughs> and I just started drinking a lot. And then I just started buying craft beers. And oh then I just God. started buying. Oh, wow. And listen, I'll tell Stimonio. you what. I bought my first Monte Carlo cocktail. <gasps> oh, you fancy. And oh, my God. I don't know, Pedro. I know you might be a master mixologist, but do you know what a Monte Carlo cocktail is? Oh, okay. Well, I will tell you. <laughs> it is rye whiskey. Hold on. Let me look at my notes. Benedictine. Yes, yes. Benedictine. <laughs> a Benedictine is an herbaceous herbal liqueur made by the French. I feel so duped. <laughs> wow. I feel like you conned us. A little bit of a Angostura bitters. He's, this is what we like to call the long con. Ah, like a long... No, I... A long, I no, I he's going to keep going with I this. I disagree, until he, though. I he, think this he gets, is about... He's getting free self, drinks. Yeah. No, I, I think this is about self, like, ex- Look, because exploration. If, 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 <laughs> if Hate and Jimmy over here came to my bar and asked me all these questions, I would be making every single cocktail that he's asked for That's me. true. And for I wouldn't f- charge him for a single one. That's I'm going to be perfectly clear, Pedro. I do hate a lot, and I do hate because I have a lot of <laughs> hatred in my heart. I grew up with a lot of hatred. In my heart, and it just manifested itself into cocktails. <laughs> what? And somehow, I just sometimes the bar was always the place that I wanted to be. But my last visits, our last couple of visits, just never made it. It just never made me happy. Well, co- well, cocktail heat and Jimmy. Let me tell you something. Thank you so much, Shauna. I appreciate first and foremost <laughs> that there are female bartenders behind the bar. I don't see very many of you. 
But I'm very happy that you guys are back there because most of the time I see you guys at the Hooters and I see you guys at the Buffalo Wild <laughs> no, Wings. No, Jimmy, no. But I'm happy that I see a professional like you and you know what you're doing. No, Jimmy, we were going on such a good path. I'm just saying. It's an observation, really. I'm very much saying that I'm very proud that you are a female bartender and that you are literally at the forefront of cocktails and you have your own podcast i'm very happy to see that thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's very nice thank you yeah wow but i wish there was more female bartenders back there because i miss the female bartenders that there were they you know they would do, do you know little Cal- tank tops and you know what no <laughs> you know i miss that you know and uh, yeah. shauna you were saying i'm sorry california uh, women weren't allowed to bartend until the 70s yeah, yeah. oh yeah well, well thankfully i was born well, in sorry. 1962 so you know it's all good <laughs> Well, what I was saying, that I think I, as weird and maybe offended or maybe not offended, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about this whole encounter is, but I, I really do like that you are pushing your boundaries and coming on Talk Tales, the podcast, to discuss maybe like liking something that you might not like before. And I'm glad that we can help you discover new things and push yourself outside of your own boundaries. Cool. Well, can I ask you one thing? Yes. Why do you guys serve those drinks in those little feminine glasses? Oh, oh, excuse me. What what do you mean? You, you like know a, those little fancy martini glasses. Sometimes I just want my glass. You know, I just want my drink in like a little bucket glass. Or oh, what do you call those? The rocks glass. Well, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell every guest that says okay. I, they don't want a, a drink in a girly glass. It I, is a little feminine. I, I'm, a, I'm a very big masculine man. I know so, you are. I know you, you know, are. I but you very, know what? I'm going to tell you I the same thing. I got a very thing. large uh, ego, so... Yeah. <laughs> and a, heart, a large heart, from what I understand. Of course. Yes. I just, I just, you know, I just don't want to grab that little glass. I just want to make sure that everybody in the room knows that I'm a man, so... Well, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell every other man that asks for a different glass because it's too feminine. Cocktails don't have a gender, and so you can have whatever glass you feel well, comfortable. Well, it is California, so go on. <laughs> You can have whatever glass you feel comfortable, but mm-hmm. just know that I'm going to be judging you. <laughs> <laughs> Cocktails don't have chromosomes, everybody. Yep. So on that note. Someone explained to me that the reason that there's a coupe glass uh, or a. Oh, it's made after the. Uh, situation. Yeah. A Marie Nick Antoinette. And, uh, a Nick and Nora glass. Is that what they're calling it? I don't know that one. I think it's a coupe. Yeah. Egg coupe or coupe in general. So apparently I've been holding my glass very wrong this whole time. You're supposed to hold it by the stemware so that you don't warm up the drink. Did you guys know about that? Yeah, so you you know more than majority <laughs> of people about drinking. Here's the thing about that, Shauna. <laughs> they just look like frou-frou glasses to me, and I don't like that. And also, on the other hand, why are you guys all smoking these cocktails? Is there not enough smoke <laughs> in the world? That. Okay, Matt, so much smoke. Matt, Matt, look what? under the fucking like, table. Is He's holding the fucking there, cocktail in oh. a coupe glass. In a fucking coupe glass. That? That tick glass? Well, Matt, I'm going <laughs> to tell you one glass. thing. <laughs> this has been such a pleasure. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm Well, first off, I apologize for coming in here for so much hostility because here's the reality. I just don't know any better. And I came in here thinking, you know what? Cocktail culture ruined, ruined Orange County because I got these all these little cocktail bars and all these little restaurants opening up in Orange County and they're changing the way things and I don't like that because you know what I don't like change but you know what sometimes change is good. Hey. Wow. That's change beautiful. might be good, but I will say though if you guys start charging me $18 for cocktails <gasps> then you want you want I'm, some I'm change on, with that $20. I'm going to jump you're on your bandwagon on Darn that it, one. I might curse on this podcast. I might curse. 
if you ever charge me eighteen dollars for cocktails, oh shike. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen dollars well, for a two ounce beverage? Well, that's just too much for me. I'll tell you what. Yeah, oh, well, I think we, we don't have to worry ju- about that until we all get uh, bumped up in our wage. I'm sure we can. <laughs> we'll all be on the same uh, boat on yeah, that one. But not I'm here. So- we will not be. Tra- you will not. We will not be charging you money here. My uh, friend. No. Every time you want to come and learn, you come to cocktails, and we'll make you cocktails. I'm also so sorry. I didn't realize you were in the middle of recording a podcast. Well, that's I just, true. So I got your. I got your address from uh, your <laughs> website, which. That's maybe, not true. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you guys should block that because you guys are easily accessible. And I oh, just walked your... in the middle of your podcast and uh-huh. uh, came in. And I just want to say thank you very much. Pedro, you seem like a stand-up fellow. Shauna, Matt, I think you guys are doing swell. I hope your podcast succeeds. But I just want you guys to spread the message. Don't leave the little man out because people still want their Long Islands. People still want their French martinis. People still want their Bay Breezes. And just don't forget about those people. That's all I'm saying. And but have you ever had a Pisco sour? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Yes, it's happened. Yeah, I've had it. Did you, you are, know? You're they, a man of surprise. Did dude. you know that they put egg whites in that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a whole protein. And did you know that there's about four grams of protein in that cocktail? I did not know that actually. Well, if you are into bodybuilding like I am, <laughs> then you might realize that. <laughs> You could literally drink that after a workout and you could reward yourself and build muscle. I just want to put that out there for all the listeners out there that still have a drinking problem, such as I, and like working out. But as you continue with your podcast, I do and I have and I will admit that I've been listening to your podcast since day one and I want to continue to participate with your choose ones. And I want to be there for that. Oh, that's a call out on the game already. Whoa. Choose one. That's really great, but we're not playing choose ones. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? Oh, damn. I was kind of looking forward to that. But, um, oh, man, that was amazing. Oh, and please, Jimmy, you know what? I, I would love for you to come back anytime you want, and we'll talk about your progress and your exploration of cocktails. Shauna, I very much appreciate that because here's the thing. Not a lot of people invite me back to their place of business <laughs> or their homes. And I think sometimes that's probably because I challenge the status quo. And I think that's probably because sometimes I just want things to be the way they're supposed to be, pure and natural. And you know what? I think cocktails are a different form of expressing yourself in a better way. And I think that that's just enlightening me in a way where I can see the world in a different way. And if I could look at something, a cocktail like a Vukare, oh then God. Oh my God. I can look at the world in a different way. And I will say, thank you, Shauna. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Pedro, for showing me the way. And literally, I'm down the Motel 6, just down the street. So my wife is actually talking about divorcing me. So. No Oh what is happening? I'm very uh, let's sad. Get, let's now. get you some more drinks by the time this is over, and we can we can take I'll, you back. You know what? Maybe we can teach you how to make uh, a cocktail your wife likes, and then yeah, you can go like go a, back to Motel Six like and make a her a nice cocktail, and bring her some chocolates. And she's everything. actually sober now. Uh, oh, I think if you have any of those mocktails that. Most bars are doing, and they're charging me fourteen dollars for. Then maybe we could talk about that too. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. talk. Well, thank you very much, guys. Oh, of course. No, I'll just you. I'll just be hanging out here. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Oh, whew. wow! There was a lot going on. 
You're a man of uh, many dynamics. Oh my god! I just let it let it happen. Uh, I think that's what we there all. Was, there was no stopping. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, cocktail hate and Jimmy, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I feel like there's not a lot of hate involved in that. He was a beautiful. To be man. clear, I still hate the cocktails. <laughs> If you could just reduce the prices on them. <laughs> Got it. I knew it was a and price. And it's a price. Here's the thing, guys. A cocktail should never cost $18. A cocktail should never cost $16. I know how much whiskey costs. I know you're pouring Evan Williams. That Evan Williams costs $11 at the liquor store. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you're charging me $12 for one heavily. single individual serving. Well, sir, I'm a very cost-effective individual. Well, that's, okay. that's, that's if, if it's not the white label. Well, sir, we were talking about the bonded. And oh, I love the bonded. It's but scripted. I'm talking about the black label, which is 80 proof. <laughs> God, how much rooting material yeah, is bond, he going over? Bond is hundo proof. Well, I just want to be perfectly clear. My cousin is a master mixologist as well. And, Wait, uh, what? <laughs> There's so many, so many layers to this, this gentleman. I just want to be perfectly clear that <laughs> I'm all about the value. So, Gotcha. You know what I value? Rapid guest questions. I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> This is what we're doing. And I'm throwing this at Matt, too, because guess what, Matt? They're new. <laughs> <laughs> They're new. I I'm looking at this new other, questions. I don't recognize okay. any of this. I did new questions. I don't like new things. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, Matt All right, was, let's do it. Matt didn't know, and I threw it at him yeah, out of nowhere. I was looking like an idiot back here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready, Matt? Okay, for anyone that doesn't know, Rapid guest questions, number two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's basically we're going to ask the questions, and you have to answer them within five seconds or less. Okay. Shit. We'll give ten at most. Wait, should I be even looking? Or am I just included in this? No, you're going to ask the questions. Okay, cool. You're the host. <laughs> okay, nice. I was curious there for a second. Am I, I answering I these questions? Yeah, you're going to answer okay. the questions. Got it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Cocktail Hate and Jimmy, you can go too. Shauna, I appreciate your inclusion. Because sometimes... <laughs> no, no, no. Rapid guest. <laughs> rapid. Rapid. Well, Shauna, okay. Well, I appreciate the inclusion. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay. So I think we're, uh, we're going to split these up and then uh, we'll just answer whoever's sure. fastest. Okay. Sure. Okay, here we go. Verbally build a belay Mary your way. Vodka, Clamato, Worcestershire, barbecue sauce, salt, celery, bitters, pepper, uh... Lemon, orange, coffee, garlic. Wow. <laughs> well, that sounds very impressive. That sounds like a very mixologist <laughs> answer to me. I like my Bloody Mary's very traditional, so I will Rap- say... We got 10 seconds. Okay. Uh, 10 <laughs> ounces of vodka. I will say four ounces of Bloody Mary mix. A little squeeze of lemon. Maybe a pinch of lime. Celery salt on the rim. Maybe a little bit of Worcestershire. And then maybe a little bit of garlic as well. And then maybe just top it off with a little lemon. We, we had a Bloody Mary competition in our in our a verbal in our talk a, talk tales off. Yeah, I think, the, I think the gentleman that won that was a very handsome. He individual. was a good looking dude. Yeah, very true. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie pop? Forty three. I don't like candy very much. <laughs> Name three amaros. Go. Uh, Vierna, Montenegro, and um, China China. No, lie. China China is not. Okay, we're going. Go. Uh, but Amaro, uh, uh, so here's the thing, guys. <laughs> I'm not very educated, so I'm going to just go ahead and say, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Amaro Nino, because I memorized the back bar one time. 
I'm going to say Chinar Montenegro. What? Nice, you got it. Oh, Chinar, great. Uh, name three amigos. Go. The three amigos? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> it's like Steve Martin and Chevy Chase and, uh... Third one always gets you. God, gray hair. A little on the He's short side of stature. Steve Martin. Or Martin Short. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Can you? Uh, God, what Jimmy? What can you name their yes, their their TV names? Well, I did see the movie one time. I didn't agree with the politics <laughs> on the movie, so <laughs> I didn't really appreciate that movie very much. Seven. Negativity. Oh, just, That's not negative. I just didn't like the comedy in the oh. movie. <laughs> Customer is sleepy on the bar. What do you do? <sighs> God, uh, tap them on the head. Let them know they need to drink water and they have to leave. We'll get them a cab. We'll get them an Uber. I even paid out of my pocket. Well, as a person that has slept on several bars, I really appreciate it when people just say, you know what, Jimmy? You're camping out tonight. And they put a little pitchfork and they put a little tent. And then I just sleep in that night and I go to work the next morning. So thank you, everybody in Orange County, for never kicking me out. Thank you very much. (laughs) I like that. Uh, Customer asks you for a gin cocktail made with vodka and you accidentally still make it with a gin. What do you do? <laughs> uh, they're drinking it. Yeah, it's <laughs> question. Uh, they're drinking it. I love the guest that comes to the bar and says that they want something with vodka. They hate gin, and that I end up making it with gin anyways. And then they en- never say anything. Yeah. They don't know what they don't know what it is. To see if I said that correctly. All right. Put some herbs in there. Yep. <laughs> gin is a very European drink, and uh, I would actually prefer if they if I had an American made gin because it's you know it's just the American way. So I just want a American made gin and tonic, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> there is such thing as American gin. Mm-hmm. If you had to do one thing for eternity, over and over again, and nothing else, what would it be? Eat cheeseburgers. I would just go on the record and say that if I could repeat anything for the rest of my days, <laughs> I would say I would repeat the day I married my wife, Gemma. She is my beautiful woman, and I love her very much, more than anything my whole entire life. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. beautiful. Scat man, verbally scat how you shake a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> like when we talk about like, scat, 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 scat. Yeah, there you go. It's pretty good. I don't know if I like this one. <laughs> Jimmy? Now, could you repeat that question? Uh, scat, man. Uh, verbally scat, how you would shake a cocktail. No, uh, could you define scat? So scatting's like uh, kind of just like... Verbally making sounds. Yeah, like shoot a bop bop Cat, cat, the lot. Well, I'm very much a realist, so I would just say the best way I would shake a cocktail is the best way to make it so that it's <laughs> I reach the proper dilution and the proper chill, and that it doesn't affect my body in the way that I think it should affect my body. So as long as the as long how as the cocktail, how does the tin sound? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if I shake it on big ice like that cold draft <laughs> ice that you sound, then it'll sound like this clock 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 clock. <laughs> but if you shake it on that. Time. Ho- well, I wasn't done with that, but I guess we should go forward. <laughs> oh, wait, you have another it's like sound? A, it's like a reggae. Well, if you shake it on hotel lights, it goes, <laughs> But if you shake okay, it. Time. I, okay, well, one more. Okay. If you shake it on large format eyes, like a big old block of ice, it goes, pop, 
clack, 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 clack. And then you get perfect foam. Oh my god. Okay, best okay, best cocktail to make on an airplane. Old fashioned. I'm gonna go ahead and say that the best cocktail that you can make on a airplane might very well be a scotch highball because you could bring Five, four, all the scotch and just three, bring infinite amounts of soda. That's two. all I'm saying. Nice. <laughs> if you, uh, yeah, I mean, that's true. If you, yeah. It's actually well thought out. Uh, if you could choose any celebrity to come into your bar, who would it be? How fortuitous. Ooh. Now? Ooh. Some Hayek. <laughs> <laughs> Glutton for punishment. I like it. <laughs> I love her. If I could pick one celebrity to come into my <laughs> bar, I think I'd pick Garth Brooks. <laughs> oh, nice. He's a handsome man. And he's got a good message. He's got he's got a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a good, about, he's a good man. What about his alter ego, Chris Gaines? I thought his alter <laughs> ego was Tom Segura, but you know, I don't know. Do you guys follow comedy at all? Maybe you don't. Maybe you should follow <laughs> Tom Segura. And uh, you can see that he is an alter ego as Garth Brooks. <laughs> that was your own question. You should Google search Tom Segura and Garth Brooks, and uh, then you will Full know. circle. Yep. Is that me again? Wait. Oh, it's me? A movie is being made about your life as a bartender. Who would you cast as yourself? I don't know. Ah, uh, shit. Um, what's that kid's name that's in... Uh, um... Harry Styles. <laughs> no. <laughs> Diego Luna. What is, what is that... Uh, Netflix show that's and it's, Remy Malik. No, God, there's like it's a second ep, like seasons coming up, and it's like uh, in the eighties. Millie Bobby oh, Brown. Oh, oh, you mean the uh, Stranger Things? Stranger Things. Which What's one? the kid that's missing the two teeth in the front? Oh, he's so cute. Oh, I don't know his God. name. Damn it, I I know of him. I know what you're talking about that kid. Yeah, <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 there you go. Uh, I'm, fuck, that's what we just said. Uh, do you think these questions could be weirder? <laughs> yeah, they can. <laughs> nice. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to go in and say this has been a very weird experience for me. I did not expect to come into the Talktales podcast. Okay, then. And then <laughs> <laughs> actually with that. If you could bathe in a barrel of bourbon, a barrel of rum, or a barrel of wine, where would you choose to bathe? <laughs> like where in the world? Uh, in the choice of three. Or you can mm. sh- bathe in all three in a place in the world. That's a good point. All right. I guess bourbon. And bathe in bourbon. Bathe in bourbon? Nice. Yeah. In what country? The U.S. and Tennessee, probably. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go in and say bathe in a barrel of rum because that is a native spirit to the U.S. And I'm very patriotic, so... Barrel so of rum. Wait, is that a bad thing to bathe or a good thing? Wait, I don't understand. The I don't think that's part of the question. I think it's it's the best thing. Oh, it's the best there thing. There you go. Nice. And finally, Absolute just came out with a new wacky flavored vodka. What's its name? <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself, vodka. <laughs> there you go. That works. Well, Pedro, I don't appreciate your colorful language. I'm going to go ahead and say maybe goji berry vodka because I have been doing on these juice cleanses. <laughs> and I do like goji berry, so maybe goji berry <laughs> vodka might be my answer, but go ahead. <laughs> that was an actually timely answer. That was yeah. good. That's it. We did we got, it. Yeah, we, we, we did somehow it. made those rapid guest questions 
That was slightly fun. less rapid than we intended. No, they, they were it. rapid. They were good. Yeah, rapid. You guys did amazingly. Yeah. Okay, so this is coming to the point of the podcast where we want to do any plugs, anything you guys coming up, and then what you're doing. So, you know, you can plug your Instagram, like where people can contact you, any events coming up. Okay. Uh, well, my name is Pedro Barriga, um, but you can find me on Instagram as Pedro underscore David, D-A-B-I-D. That's my actual middle name, David. So June 3rd, Monday, Toca Madera doing Mezcal Mondays using Gem and Bolt as a featured cocktail menu with Charity Johnson. Um, then Everyone we'll, should go out for that. Gem and Bolt's amazing for sure. It's going to be a fantastic thing. Me and Charity will be behind the bar for the night. Sweet. I've been bartended with her. This year has been my year where I like really want to bartend with everybody that I want to bartend with. Uh, Charity's one of those people. On the... 17th of this month, we'll be doing an industry night as well with Gem and Bolt uh, at Club TG, uh, starting at 6 p.m. On the 18th of this month at O'Donovan's, we'll be hosting a Jenga tournament, um, which will be fun. Uh, Eight teams competing at a Jenga tournament with a few guest bartenders bartending for an hour through the night. Starts at 6 p.m. That's at O'Donovan's in Pomona, California. Is the teams filled up already? They're not. They're All not. right, so um, anyone listening, you can still probably sign up? You can sign up. You can email me at peter at callmrgold.com. There will be an Eventbrite RSVP situation as well, so you can sign up that way. And then on the 26th at Geneva, Mr. Gold will be hosting with the Cocktail Portal a Women in the Industry Night featuring for the whole night a few ladies from all of Orange County, L.A. You're going... I am good. <laughs> yeah, wow. What a question. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I'll be there. Yay! Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it's it, it's a industry night, but really pushing women-driven bars as well as brands that are – women are just the distillers of the owners of the brands. And, you know, we have quite a bit of ladies out here that are really pushing the envelope, and uh, they're – there's much appreciation for that. So we like to feature that and helping Cocktail Portal and good friend of mine, Angel. Yeah. Shout out Angel. She's the, yeah. the uh, shit. She's the best. She's the best. She's the best. I love her. Yep. Agreed. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Um, but that's, yeah, that's that's something come out. Be- that's a good thing, too. Not okay. only do I, just because I'm going to be there, but like, right. yeah, that's <laughs> a big supporter thing. And that's something I feel like near and dear to my heart because I'm a fucking lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, I, I support me and I support my fellow women and right. any men, men that support us too. We, that's even stronger power. So, right. Uh, that would be so Cocktail Portal and Mr. Gold will be helping host at, at Geneva with Darwin. And we have quite a bit of ladies that will be getting an uh, opportunity to be on Cocktail Portal, getting uh, featured for the night um, and then cocktails all night. Sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah. But bang, then, bang. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Dude, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, we'll, we can put that stuff on our website, too, sure. to, like, cross-promote oh, yeah, on that cool. side, too. Yeah. And then Cocktail Hating Jimmy, also known as... Hi, guys. Uh, so I am Cocktail Hating Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, I love cocktails. So this is Rob... I have nothing to promote except for the fact that I am a bartender at Bavel. On my last feature at Cocktails, I was working at Bebo, which is a very great bar. You guys should still go out there. Still my favorite bar in Los Angeles. Nothing to promote because I'm keeping my head down because I am 
literally focusing on doing the dad thing. So yeah. congratulations. That's yeah, the dude. biggest promotion. That yeah, is, that's that the is, best. That is my life right now. So that is me. Wish me the best of luck. If you publish this before any day, we haven't made it like, I guess, social media public yet. Just it doesn't matter. Like everyone knows that should know. So that's me. Uh, wow. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, oh, of course. You. And uh, yeah, anyone that wants to talk to me about why I hate cocktails so much, because I don't, because I love cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the cocktails. Please uh, reach me, Robbie Burns, on Instagram. And then always thank you very much to Sean and Matt for having this badass podcast, Dude, as thank always. You. Oh, thank you. And Adele for eating bad sushi. You're an <laughs> You fucked up. You're this was stupid. a good episode. I've yeah, we a, missed I've got her. a confession for you. What's up? I have two menus that are $18 cocktail menus. Well, then Jimmy hates you, so. <laughs> <laughs> Both in Beverly Hills. Uh, Makes sense. Well, well, then I don't hate so. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's charge him $18, because that's where my last bar was. So. And, then, and then upstairs, $21 cocktails. Dang. There you go. I, I've only, spent $20, some money for that I've only spent $20 on a cocktail once, and it was at Booker and Dax because it went through a centrifuge. Yeah, sure. Um, well, Booker and Dax, he should. So. <sighs> it was glorious, too. It was it's, worth it's the great, money. It's a great bar. It was, yeah, it was a fucking great bar. And also one of my idols, yeah. uh, Dave Arnold. Boom. Yeah. Come on yeah. here, Dave Arnold. Let's talk to you and your story. He's actually going to be here, uh, I think, next week. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he's going to be at Harvard and Stone doing a, a pop-up, I think, next week. <gasps> I'm going to freaking try did, to get Have you ever done their R&D night? Yeah, I have. At Harvard when I first Stone? moved here, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, made a, I made a cocktail called Lake Trout. It had <laughs> tomato water in it. Oh, cool. <laughs> it was a Baltimore-inspired menu. Rad. Yeah. Rad. That, cool. That's a wild family. Yeah, with, um, yeah, with uh, Laura, we did a co thing and she did Detroit inspired and I did Baltimore inspired. It was fucking rad. We I did a, a, a mushroom inspired cocktail. Ooh, I like menu. mushrooms. Yeah. Mushrooms and coffee. Oh, I like both of those things. I like both of those things. And then we went to Jumbos. Nice. That's the that's oh, the that's a whole right another, that's, that's a whole move. another podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Oh, I love it. All right. I think it's a. Uh, uh, 21st? Yeah. Yep, 21st. Uh, I had it bookmarked. Um, I, it's either next week or the week afterwards, but Dave Arnold's doing a pop-up All at right. Harvard. I'm going to contact him. Yeah. I want him on the podcast. We'll roll. But until then, listeners, we appreciate you, and we're going to roll out of this thing like the bad bitches we are. <laughs> True story. And speaking of bad bitches, if you yourselves have any amazing stories you want to tell <laughs> us or be a possible guest on TalkTales, you can go to our website www.talktalesthepodcast.com and on our homepage you can submit your own stories via email at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com and if you like our show do us a solid subscribe and leave us a review this is a DIY project and all the love we get helps us grow and if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation you can share that love on our Patreon page patreon.com backslash talktalesthepodcast I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song. Thank you so much to my brother-in-law, Grayson, for creating our amazing logo. And thank you so much for Rashid for editing our crazy-ass fucking podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, while all of us on TalkTales are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol, we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drive. And thank you, Adele, even though you were sick and not being here. We still appreciate you, and we still drink well, but not as well as when you're here. Agreed. Well said. (laughs) That was beautiful, actually.
Cheers. Uh, and as we do, let's get out of this bad bitch with the cheers. Salud. Cheers, y'all. Thank you both for coming cheers. on. There it is. Cocktail. 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 Cocktail.